Hey, we're professionals here. Feels like it. Uh, uh, I guess that's it. All right. Let me turn that off. Hey. <laughs> well, that's that. How, how unceremonious. <laughs> and we're done. Hey. Oh, I mean, hey, yeah. Nice work, everybody. Thank hey. you. Thank you. Thank you for the right. man of the hour. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. James Willems, everybody. There hey. he is. Hi. James Willems. James Willems, everybody. Look, there's burn in on my pits. Wow. That's a really I've old shirt, so though. Much. That's yeah, I've like worn it so much years old. that it's Seven not even old. bleach can battle my pits. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome yeah. to a welcome to a dystopian bowl of dude soup. Uh, I'll tell you why in a minute. None of us are real. You're not real. Free will is an illusion. We'll get into all that very soon. That's what yes, the llama say. It's going to be an uplifting episode. Uh, I'm your host Lawrence Sontag, joined by three fine uh, AI panelists. Oh, they're going to say young cannibals. I could. He was, was a, a fine, fine young, young cannibal. cannibal. <laughs> James A. Islands. Hi. Hey, that was a good robot. You used uh, to say Williams. A I lease Williams. You can marry me if you want by law. What? Everyone's marrying AI now. Let the robots thing? marry. The robots marry. Well, I mean, two. Listen, two AI marrying each other doesn't bother me. Person marrying AI doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. What happens in your bedroom doesn't affect what happens in mine, unless you're me. As long as they do it under the eyes of God, it's okay. Which doesn't exist. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> build God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> AI damn COVID. Calculating. Yo, excellent. Hey, Approved. Yeah, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I got a bit of a headache, but that's okay. That's okay. You it's, shouldn't. You should never talk about your problems to the audience because they're looking at you going, I don't have a headache. We'll try the Why would he say point. that to me? And it's a good strategy. You're giving yeah. them a headache. It's, sort of, it's like you in the restaurant when people are coming in after you ate. You're like, why are you here? <laughs> I, I ate already. I ate. I'm done. It's well, a Seinfeld so day. I... Uh, it's fine. I uh, I'm saying that I have a headache to prove to the audience that I'm real. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, we're playing Mud It or Mud something, a spin tires game. I guess they're branching out their uh, their branding there. Okay. See my little dude. Wait, but the other game was about driving through mud. This one is too. So that's not really branching out. Yeah, we spun off your favorite aspect of the driving through mud game mm-hmm. and they got just made that mud. the whole game. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by two sponsors, Blue Apron and Casper. You can get twenty five dollars off your first wine box. Because they do that now by going to blueapron.com slash soup wine. Tiny wine. Yeah. We'll get the tiny wine. Well, I'll save it. We'll bring the tiny wine I'll in later. I'll get it while he's doing okay. it. Okay. All right. And you can get $50 off your mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash dude soup and then using code dude soup at checkout. But we'll hear more from them later. First, uh, let's let's um, let's hit our YouTube check-in of the week. Um, shit, shit's messed up, man. And and not in a not in a not in a basic way. So I I. I'm on such a, a journalism role that I did it again, guys. Mm-hmm. I did okay. more journalism. Yep. Uh, so let's. Uh, does anyone want to? A guy gets one who, award. Who's smarter than us? Do you have on yeah. this week to talk oh, about the issue? Sadly, nobody. It's uh, just me. Uh, bonsai buddy. I got some links. Adam wants it. He oh, I can take it. Yeah. Thank you. That's fine. Oh, give me a chance to look up my notes here. I didn't. They're over there too, but I realized I'd have to tab out, and that might mess up the game and mess up the capture. And if there's one thing, Dude Soup is it is without uh, technical fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, every week, with an exit full screen mode. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's not nope. do that. <laughs> Just play the game. Yeah. I'll, I'll play the game. I got. I already have a headache, Adam. You don't have um, to try. I remember one of my most eye-opening um, moments in life was when I was in the. I was in Las Vegas, and they're like, "You here for Concrete Con?" I said, "No, I was just here for the weekend." And they're like, "Oh, big Concrete Con going on." And the guy, the taxi driver, I guess, was big into concrete. They should just call it ConCon. That's what I said. Oh, okay. I was like, "Oh, ConCon." Good for you. Or Creek Con. Or Concrete. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. It was it was ridiculous, but um, regardless, I was like, he's like, oh yeah, all sorts of different kind of concrete. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he started naming them off, <clears throat> and I was just like, I believe him. It was strange, but I was thinking like with this game, the people are probably like, oh yeah, that other game, that was more like 
Mississippi mud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is more like Tennessee mud. You're like, uh, oh, yeah. It's like Inuits it's, uh, with snow. Oh, yeah. They have like a hundred words. Yeah. It's <laughs> to them, it's really important. And we just got the one, mud. But spin tires will change that soon. I'm he really excited to see you drive butt. through some mud. Oh, I'm playing. Look at those tire physics. He just said mud butt. There's, uh, there's, there's something pleasing about seeing mud squish around. Ugh. There's probably a word for that. Some kind of fetish. Who knows? Uh, all right. Uh, the the opportune uh, YouTube uh, deliciousness of the week. Okay. And we're not gonna we're not gonna end here. We're just gonna start here. This okay. is a launching point. Okay. Well, we technically started with concrete. Con con. That's actually the first topic. Put it in the tags. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's in the tags. It's in the title. Hey, all you concrete aficionados, welcome to Dude Soup. Uh, we're not talking about that anymore. Gotcha. Clickbaited. Uh, Casey Neistat hitting those headlines again. Punching around. Can we get definitive pronunciation on that surname? Uh, is it, is it nice Neistat or Neistat? I looked. At, I tried to find videos of people saying his name, and I couldn't do. It. Oh mud! You can't pass find some him? mud, dog. I couldn't find people saying it. I think it's Neistat. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna I'll. I'll take it if I'm wrong on that. Then again, I am a journalist, and uh, I, you know, I'm not wrong about anything. Yeah. Never. So uh, he he's taken to social media, taken to YouTube to to voice his displeasure with the current state of demonetization, mm-hmm. which I fully empathize with. Um, his suggestion, which I think is, it is, ooh, look at that mud squish. Mm. Anyway. You have issues. His, his suggestion, which is understandable to a point, is that YouTube should bear the cost of demonetized content, or unfairly demonetized content. Mm-hmm. Similarly to how, like, YouTube had an issue with, um, you gotta winch yourself. Don't worry. Sorry. You, this, you talk. This is I really got exciting. Don't mud worry. squish. Do you want to play? No. <laughs> it's really fun to watch, though. You could you could rotate that camera around, get a better angle on that squish. Yeah, squish that mud. Talk about your thing. Yeah, I feel right. like he said that before. So uh, environment. when uh, when there was there was a rash of of uh, predatory or aggressive content claims, essentially, a bullshit company would issue a copyright claim on a video. And then they would get the revenue for the first week or so of it being up because YouTube couldn't really respond fast enough. And that was lost money. It was stolen money, effectively. Um, YouTube responded by now holding that money in escrow so that when a claim is disputed on a video, the money doesn't go directly to the disputing party. It's held by YouTube. And then once a decision is made, it is awarded to whatever party is decided to be in the right in terms mm-hmm. of content. Gotcha. Um, fair solution. It nipped the problem in the bud because spurious content claims stopped because it was no longer profitable. So good job, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Now we're in an issue where there is no money demonetization will hit based on an algorithm or based on an AI. So for a few days or even a week, no ads are being run, so no revenue is being generated. The content creator is now suffering because, uh, or, or losing money because of this solution, which is intended to make advertisers more friendly to the platform. Casey suggests that YouTube should either uh, compensate uh, creators for that lost revenue or hire up enough people to manually review all demonetizations for channels of a certain threshold. He suggests 10,000 subscribers. Um, now, sounds sounds feasible, and certainly for the, wor- the world's largest YouTube platform and for all the content creators that depend on this revenue, that sounds like a pretty reasonable request. I don't know. I don't know about that. You go uh, into YouTube comments, <coughs> you find a picture of someone who has like a Stewie Griffin avatar mm. who called, calls you like a bald fuck on YouTube and mm. then you cl- you're like who is this asshole you click on him and he has 25,000 subscribers on a channel mm. with one cod video from 18 years ago no yeah. i don't know i mean i think there's a lot of youtube Ooh. channels out I, there I think, right i think um I drive that trying to, sorry <laughs> uh trying to 
create some sort of hierarchy with subscriber subscribers, I feel like is a joke, hmm. uh, considering how much of those could be fake or are fake. It, it's a thing we've talked about here where putting value on your subscribers is a, uh, is, I think it's sort of a death spiral. Uh, you shouldn't focus on that. You should be focusing on engaging content mm-hmm. and watch time and those sorts of things. Those yeah. things that sort of that's, end up. That's so many numbers to cross reference. I know, but just, it's it feels like you have to have some kind of robot do it for you. I know. It, it, it just seems odd to me to, for someone to say, I have 10,000 subscribers. I'm important. Like, mm-hmm. no, you're not. Yeah. Well, like you can you can hire a bot farm to do that. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think he's suggesting importance. I just think he he's like for a certain cutoff of a creator who can reasonably uh, reasonably like try to make this their job. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to enter advanced mode there. Anyway, uh, so I ran some numbers on it. Uh, journalism is starting now. Just mm-hmm. so you guys know we're in journalism yep. mode. OK, uh, I found a channel with 10,000 subscribers. Look them up on Social Blade. Uh, and they are ranked 364,000th in terms of subscribers. So of all the YouTube channels ranked by the number of subscribers they have, this channel was 364,000th in line, which means that there are 364,000 channels with 10,000 or more subscribers. That's a lot. That's a lot of channels. Uh, So here the math gets pretty fuzzy, Um, but I'm just ballparking some numbers. I did it a few different ways to kind of show the true cost of what theoretically an entirely human review process might look like. So let's say out of 300,000 channels that have over 10,000 subscribers, let's say that a third of them upload daily and a third of those videos get demonetized automatically. So a third of a third. Uh, So that's 33,000 videos per day to manually review. Now let's ballpark it and say that each of those videos is 10 minutes long, which is a common cutoff for monetization on YouTube. That means there is 5,500 hours of content every day YouTube would have to manually watch and scrutinize to make sure that it all is all advertiser friendly. And that's a third of a third. That is actually pretty generous. Um, Let's say that the algorithm gets better and even fewer people upload. So let's say a tenth of those channels upload every day and a tenth of those videos are then demonetized. So we're now looking at one out of every hundred videos would have to be manually reviewed. Again, saying that they're 10 minutes long results in 500 hours of content a day, which if you divide that by eight, an eight hour workday, let's say you have human beings that are doing nothing but watching YouTube videos all day and hit a big yellow or a big red or a big green button to to either enable or disable monetization. That requires 62 human beings um, watching nothing but videos all day and hitting buttons. Uh, So now you're talking about like a lot of staff that you have to pay money to to make the community happy or at least feel more faithful in the system. Um, But at that point, depending on where those people are employed, um, the daily rate for an employee can it just it it, it balloons to the point where. In this iteration, it's already not monetarily feasible for YouTube to hire that many people because it doesn't justify the cost. Hmm. They would and have to hire a small nation. Kind of, yeah. It's not scalable. That's that's the other problem. With YouTube growing as it is and becoming a fixture of, of the media like it is, you hire people in a linear fashion unless you put them in vats and have them start breeding just so they can watch YouTube videos, which could be actually pretty cool, slightly dystopian. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the scale of hiring and scaling a business is pretty linear because you have to like buy more space for them and you have to have desks for them. And they're human beings that have to exist and eat food. Um, so you can't grow that with the pace that YouTube is, is already growing. Mm-hmm. So if it's, if it's not 
financially feasible now, it will never be financially feasible, and in fact, will just get worse as as YouTube's audience grows and grows. Mm-hmm. So, provided that you agree with that math or that reasoning, we are looking at a situation where it is impossible for YouTube to manually review all the content that could potentially have ads run on it. Well, what he's saying though is just stuff that gets hit with demonetization because right. every video going up doesn't need to be watched. It's mm-hmm. just the one that the robot freaks out at and says, no, you cannot monetize this. And so then that goes into someone's inbox and they watch it, which sounds feasible, but it's that comical thing of the guy at the office with the giant stacks of paper that keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then people are emailing going, why haven't you done this yet? Where are you? And he's like, I'm, I am so, I'm trying so hard right now. And then at that point you start to get human error, which in Google's eyes is probably far worse than the robot because now you start to get uh, apathy mm. and getting people who just go, it's fine, and they're skimming it. There's yeah. no, like, James did, kind of did this with um, Q, uh, the QC testing you did for Netflix. I never, hey, how <laughs> dare you? I watched every single episode of Power Rangers. I know, but did you ever I, feel your eyes get heavy once? No, never, because okay. it was my job, goddammit, mm-hmm. and I did it. The only problem is I left that job as soon as I could <laughs> because you have hyper burnout on something like that. Yeah. I think that's more the case. Yeah, I mean, just, but doesn't YouTube, YouTube already has a, like a farm of human beings that watch it to cut out all the videos of people cutting their dicks off that are being uploaded, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I mean, machine it, learning plus people. Uh, there are people who are manually cutting off dick. Wasn't cut that like off? a thing? You, like people have written horror stories about. Like it was my job to watch. Like I, they have this YouTube job where you go and you watch YouTube videos that get like like flagged basically hmm. and it's all the horrific stuff that just happens mm-hmm. like people upload videos of themselves doing horrific things and but they only let people work that job for like six months before they before that. they let them go yeah. or they they say that's as long as you're allowed to work because it just destroys your it's humanity like, it's like being an underwater welder yeah they do it for so long conversely you have the guy at disney world that works uh in the booths and has to like screen all the photos for girls that are like Flashing their boobs on Splash Mountain. I had that job. Did you? At Magic Mountain, yeah. You so you took boobs? out all the like flash photos? Yeah, we had to get all flash photos. One time a girl got on and was just completely naked. How'd, How'd she, she do get that? We she... it was always a mystery. <laughs> one one guy I worked at, we were both like, How? I don't know. <laughs> and we the rule is you have to delete it right away. Uh it was always middle fingers, gang signs, oh. um, nudity. Like any any obscene thing, you'd have to just Doctor Buzzkill over here. I know. Well, that, that, you basically you would get Narc. fired. You get fired if you sold it. Um, though it was like there were some weird, some I don't know, but people would always come up and always be some white trash dude or something, being like, "Yo, bro, where's my photo?" It's like ah, uh, the machine deleted it, and the guy's like, "Well, fuck, I want my money back." And it's like you didn't pay. You didn't pay to go on the ride. You paid to get the fuck off. Like yeah. go get a uh, moon waffle or whatever they sell. Ooh. Uh, What's the thing? Deal. <laughs> Go get a moon so, waffle. I'm uh, busy here at Viper. <laughs> the the comparison is is apt, but I think it's exceptional for the fact that a ride is linear and fixed. Sure. So no matter what. There's only a cap. There is a cap on the amount of people that can oh, go absolutely. on that ride. Right. And there's only so many tits that can be flashed. And so many ri- times that ride can yeah, run a day. Yeah. It's, it's all I mean, mathed and, out. And don't get me wrong. Like, there were times when like I just wasn't looking. I just didn't care because <laughs> I was making $7 an hour, which was actually pretty good for back then. Um, and I was just... People would be like, ha ha, I'm like, ah, Do you ever get any dicks? People flashing their dicks? No dicks. Yeah, dicks never, well, always sitting. You can't stand up. Well, there was Riddler, to be like... Riddler's Revenge where you stand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was actually <laughs> kind of disappointed. <laughs> and no one had like well, just a hard <laughs> dick off to the side. <laughs> yeah. 
Dude, yeah, his revenge. Uh, well, it's floppy and stiff at the same time, but, Batman. But there's it's, me. YouTube's weird. But so like that uh, that job was easy though because it's a single frame, mm. and sure, yeah. you you have about two minutes to look yeah. at it and go, done, done, yes, no. Um, but sitting through a YouTube video, have you, have you ever wa- sat through a YouTube video you didn't want to watch? Yeah, like yeah, you're I work every here. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Joking I gave you, you a softball. It's your nice job too. You don't have to say you're joking. No, it's oh. fine. <laughs> no, but like just doing any kind of general QC or watching any sort of video for like work related purposes, it just gets tiring. Mm-hmm. You your eyes get a little heavy. You start to look at other things. You look at your phone. And you're just like, you just want to make sure everything's okay. Yeah, and repetition oh. sometimes breeds human mm. error. Just because there's like you said before, there's only so much you can kind of take and like. Yeah. You know, in, in terms of your psyche, doing that over and over again. And then it also is sort of proposing this sort of system is also kind of coming up with I guess perceived innocence mm. so what if the human season goes you said something against a religion that person liked yeah. or was part of uh. you said well no it what but no it wasn't offensive he goes well I found it offensive now you're dealing with someone's personal bias mm-hmm. and you will get into very gray areas that are subjective of ter- in terms of like because what I mean YouTube would have to be like just don't say anything about sexuality in general but then it's like well what if I if I say I took a girl out tonight we went back to my place and we made love Mm. it's tasteful Mm -hmm. but it does touch on sexuality and then you also say you made love in the butt Mm -hmm. in the butt Directly. God's that's, okay with that. Is that okay? Because you didn't destroy the hymen. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. okay. You're, she's still pure. So you, you guys are kind of all touching on a multitude of reasons that don't touch nobody. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> you can't monetize. Prove it. <laughs> um, you're touching on uh, uh, in the mud, though. You're touching on a lot of reasons that that sort of reinforce. Uh, you know, I, I brought the math, but you guys are, are also bringing forth a lot of issues with human review and how it's not really sustainable. Um, so, provided that we accept all that, what does that mean? Uh, what does that mean for the future of YouTube? What does that mean for the future of YouTube content? And specifically, and this is not just masturbatory, what does that mean for you, listener and viewer, uh, in terms of the content you will see in the future? Because it means something very important, and I'll get to that soon. But first, why worry about the future when you can drink delicious wines from Blue Apron? Bring them out here. Yeah, yeah and this is also, by the by, in terms of our business model, this is how... Uh, and in the way that some companies can direct sell, we have sponsorships. So thank you, Blue Apron, for allowing us to maintain our content independence and sponsoring this podcast and sending us delicious wine. So what's that? You want me to drink you? Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Why am I not <laughs> drinking these already? I had one over the weekend. This would be great. I could drink some wine and look at this look at this mud go squish. Man, good times. So uh, Blue Apron now has a wine service where they will send you six wines every month from Napa, Bordeaux, and beyond. Uh, they include whites and reds, both kinds of wine. Uh, and they come in these cool, like, two-thirds size bottles, mm. so it's good for two pours with dinner, or one, if you're me. Um, and <laughs> you're great. big gulp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with my bendy straw. Yeah. Uh, two ounces, never enough. Can, uh, can also show this, so we've talked about this before, but they're marked with, like, uh, flavor profiles and flavor notes and stuff. And on the recipe cards with Blue Apron provided, you also get the food. Um, you can just match the colors and match the shapes, the and then you got yourself key a on the back, yeah, right there. Well, this one, this one has a pairing key on it. I'm if not you sure. You don't have yeah. your own personal Joel. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, but yeah, they'll they'll tell you where the wine's from, what the flavor notes are, and this way you can kind of educate yourself if you feel like becoming an amateur sommelier. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a pretty great service. I I never got into wine much because uh, I drink I drink with a mission. 
Um, but I'm learning that you can drink for fun, too. Hmm. At fancy party. Yeah. <laughs> or just dinner at home with a loved one. Or alone, watching Tyre go squish. Uh, you can discover wine today and get $25 off your first order by going to blapron.com slash soup wine, which is the best kind of soup. <laughs> one that's just got wine poured all over. It's just a big bowl of red wine. Uh, $25 off your first wine box at blapron.com slash soup wine. Thank you for the sponsorship. Thank you for allowing us to, do, to bite the hand that feeds by calling YouTube out, which is exactly what we're doing. It's not what we're doing. Uh, all right, now back to back to the dystopian future. Well, you know, with that sponsorship, a human made that happen. There were no robots involved. Think about it's it. True, no robots. We had well, one human talking to another human, and they said, "Hey, you want some of this?" And they said, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's uh, the story of love. Uh, robots will make love soon. I, I had one quick suggestion mm -hmm. of where this might go. I a, a more. Oh, you beat it. You did it. I beat the game. Nice. You, you beat the first <laughs> challenge. Mud Runner, a spin, spin tires game. Ooh, the bog. Um, this is not what we just did. No, you did you did a challenge. This is now single player. So my no. my uh, retort to uh, Mr. Neistat, Neistat, mm -hmm. Neistat, Neistat, um, would be since when you create content on YouTube, you essentially become a employee of YouTube. Sort of. That's sort of. You're like a contractor. That is how Neistat framed his discussion, mm -hmm. which I think is actually pretty flawed. You're you are self-employed. Right. And you are working with YouTube. You're you're being allowed to use You're not even else's a contractor, really. You're it's you kinda work for like Amway or mm. uh Primerica or one of those things. Like you're just sort of a licensee for this thing. But I would like YouTube to allow some sort of service where you can employ your own YouTube professional. So you hmm. it could either be yourself or it's almost like having a lawyer on retainer, but you basically have someone who is vetted, who is uh, yearly gets a um, certification, like you do with the YouTube certification, hmm. but it's more about standards and practices. And so when you get dinged, you have someone who has an elevated level who can immediately call it out and change it. And basically if they ever make a bad call, they're fired and you can never use them again. Hmm. Like their yeah. license is revoked, so to speak. So now YouTube can put their hands up and go, well, he has a guy. He has a professional. Now we we trust him. And if it ever goes beyond that, then it gets escalated. Yeah, I do think that gets a little dicey if, say, you guys go, all right, well, at least get certified because you're going to be our YouTube professional. But I have a conflict of interest mm -hmm. because I am still involved with the channel. Yeah. Though I, I didn't create the channel. I I, I, I guess I could don't be, own it. I mean, this could be like a whole new type of business that opens up of people who sort of contract for YouTube there, channels. There could be third-party That's what I mean. That you they, see they would have to be an unbiased person, but you essentially... It'd be interesting if you... Maybe it's someone you just pay to ask to go, hey, this video got hit with demonetization or whatever, and before it goes too far, you can immediately hire this person. They can look at it and say yes or no. And that way, you are... You're paying for this service, but it also makes sure... make It's making sure that your channel is still making money. This is only for like... The rich of the rich. These yeah. are like people who complain they don't have enough leg room in first class. Like, how can we make it better for them? You know. So I, I don't know how much this really helps the small yeah. guy. I don't know how much this would really help us. If if YouTube did say, you know, we don't have the money or the infrastructure to do this, but a company did, um, a company did, it's you know, someone someone created a company that that was the purpose, mm -hmm. and went to YouTube and said. Well, we'll partner. We'll provide you this service, and perhaps you, uh, if somebody wants if somebody wants the service, they 
uh, essentially hire us as if, as if we're like their their legal counsel, mm-hmm. and we will argue on their behalf with YouTube. We'll we they will have some kind of cert, like like vetting process where because we are you know it's within YouTube's system that that we are vetting the videos. Mm-hmm. It works like sort of like you know the partnerships that you see with like Rooster Teeth where. Hanabi is putting on conventions and there's there's a partnership. It's another company and a third party yeah. coming in. It'd be interesting because then, yeah, YouTube would be giving up some sort of ad ownership to a third party. But I I like your thinking because it, can, it does take the bias out of the situation. And it, I don't know. it Like, we, we deal with this every day. Like, right before this podcast, we got an email saying... We're, you know, we're constantly emailing YouTube being like, this video got hit, this video got hit. And it takes weeks sometimes, mm-hmm. but we're just fighting it. And I'm sure YouTube's getting tired of that. Mm-hmm. Well, and sometimes yeah. we just, we can't possibly predict why something would get flagged. Like it's, mm. it's the most perceivably random things that to us aren't really. Just recently it was a cigarette. cigarette. There yeah. was a cigarette yeah. on the thumbnail. thumbnail and they said it is a, there is a drug on the thumbnail. Basically the robot said, I found drug. <laughs> and we're like, what's the drug? And they're like. It's a cigarette. That is a legal drug. Or like, you got okay, a well, party well, robot. Yeah. <laughs> well, so allow me to actually, James, could you scoot this way just a smidge? You're kind of out of frame for the live live viewers there. Uh, so yeah. So I think I think we've done a good. We have in the past kind of run down our our particular gripes with demonetization. Um, what I think is what I think is kind of interesting to look at now is what what the current system means for the future of YouTube and what that means for people who watch content on YouTube, because that's a lot of people, especially children. And I'll get to that very soon as well, because boy, that is some dystopian shit happening right now. Uh, so what we have is a system where an, an AI previously determined what kind of content would be pushed in front of you. When you searched for something, it was machine learning and AI that would determine what was at the top of that search. It's those things that determine what gets recommended after a video based on uh, watch behavior and things like that. Now, it's it's growing over even the content side of things. So it used to be people would make whatever content they wanted to slash whatever content would make money and then make it, tailor it so the YouTube system would actually recommend it and find it and shove it in front of people's faces. Now, even content creators are going to have to change what they do to match uh, a monetization algorithm. So the entire process now from start to finish is going to be algorithmically guided, which means when you go to YouTube, the things you see and the content that you see is going to be decided by an algorithm. <coughs> and that is growing that is growing to be a problem, specifically with the news cycle and the election, the fact that the depending on your belief structure, Russians were able to influence or at least seed a lot of intentionally malicious information by manipulating those AIs. And something similar could happen with YouTube. Um, my concern more is the system will start to turn in on itself in very weird ways, and you're seeing this now with children's content. So there was a, there was a really cool article someone linked me to on Twitter on Medium, um, which essentially is a dissection of what's happening for children's content. A lot of it is being made entirely by bots, being watched by bots, being commented on by bots, but it's the feedback cycle that also gets it in front of kids. And that is a problem. That's a big problem for a couple of reasons that I'll get into soon. But actually, James, I have to let me pause this real quick. Uh, let's see. It's 1080, so it shouldn't blink. Okay, good. So uh, let me show you this. So this is a video that's very common for for like kids viewing. You can oh, see it has Choo TV. It has 557 million views. Oh, it boy. is the, the Finger Family song. 
in which uh hold on a minute yeah can oh. you hear do they have uh south asian accents uh they could it's processed so heavily how long is this video five minutes and 51 seconds should have made 10 minutes <laughs> yeah they should have, well there are other ones that do I want yeah. to know it's funny you bring that up i should have just looped it yeah well they do <clears throat> there are there are hour long video here's one there it is there are hour-long videos that just loop the same thing over and over, maybe with minor differences. So this is this is the this is the normal side of kids' videos, if you can even call it that, um, because it gets weirder. Um, there are this is big business, man. 1.2 billion views on this one-hour video of just a bunch of nursery rhymes. Get your and heart out, Gangnam style. <laughs> but this stuff is ad-friendly. Um, it's very ad-friendly, and it yeah. makes fuckloads of money. Uh, Here's, even though it's designed to hypnotize children. Mm. Yep. <laughs> it's basically the box that the Riddler puts on top of televisions. <laughs> so here's where it gets weird. Um, making these videos isn't hard, mm -hmm. especially since there's really no human element to it. It's an animation that can be generated by robots. It's vocals that can be generated by robots. And it's titles and thumbnails that can be generated by robots because it's just a jumble of the same words in a different order um, with adverbs and nouns injected into it. Five little baby. Five little babies went to a zoo. Five little babies using ball machine. Five little babies dressed as police. Five little babies playing with dough. Thirty-two million views. Nineteen million views. Forty million views. Um, I bet if you look at a pattern in there, there's someone in like a render farm begging for help. Like, <laughs> like save me if yeah. you follow the clues. There's little notes. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks is gonna burst in yeah. with a little ponytail and tell us. I think that uh, honestly, I think this stuff's fully automated. Uh, if there if there is a pattern, it may be an AI that that has achieved they, sentience and wants out. Where's the the company based out of? I mean, I mean, there's a lot of them. There's there's no one company that does this. this Wait, what, where's Choo Choo TV based out of? Um, India? Question. That's what I'm wondering. I'm gonna say India. I'm gonna say um, somewhere in Europe. Europe? No way. Really? No way. This looks European. I I don't know that that country that necessarily India. matters. Country India. Oh, yeah, damn it! You're right. It's always India, man. Look at that. Choo Choo TV Surprise, Choo Choo TV Fun Zone, Choo Choo TV Storytime, oh Choo Choo God. TV Espanol, Brazil, Francois. Does that say 11 trillion Mother views? Goose Glove. Or a billion. That is a trillion. Yep. Kids so, love YouTube. Here's where that... Oh my God. This here, has to be the biggest channel in the well, world. Well, the weird thing too... It's, yeah, there's the a lot of The weird thing too is channels. these views are all kids in... Uh, <laughs> Like their strollers holding their parents' oh, iPod, iPad or iPod or it's whatever. It's that kid at the restaurant the parents are ignoring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This kid isn't going to buy a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but you show that kid enough Coke branding as they're a child and they'll grow up with an affinity for Coke. That's that true. Them it's buying an investment. Coke. True. Yeah. It's investment in their future. So here's, here's where it gets interesting and scary. Um, so if an algorithm is determining what videos get seen and an algorithm determines what the content of those videos is, you can wind up with something like this. So there was a German company that had an automated system. This happens a lot with shirts, by the way, um, where it will just find an image on the internet that is popular and put it on a phone case. And then it'll put that automatically on the internet and then you can hmm. buy it. <laughs> so there's a purple strap on with thongs for role play game, cell phone, cover case, Samsung S5. There's a, an adult man <laughs> diaper case. Uh, there's some dude pulling heroin into a needle. I need a new case for, for an brain. iPhone 5. This is this is not, this is a, uh, there's somebody getting their pits waxed. This is a robot pulling images from the internet mm -hmm. and then offering it on a case. And mm -hmm. then if somebody buys it, a machine somewhere finds that JPEG, sprays it on a case, and ships it to you, yeah. probably from China. At the end of the day, there's just some guy oh. collecting a check going, I don't know. 3D printing is going to make this even better. 
Yeah. Better. You're going to print the whole thing. It's going to be a case in the shape of a strap-on. Mm -hmm. There's also you know? this, uh, which was a problem. Oof. Oh, Whoa. my God. No one. Wow. So there, heavy word coming up. There is a shirt that says, keep calm and rape a lot. No one made it. It was a robot that was just combining phrases from the internet with keep calm. These t-shirts are created by an algorithm. Um, Cause there's no human monitoring it. And the algorithm wasn't, wasn't trained to not publish this to this, the internet. This is sort of How like How many that, of those do you think they sold? I don't know. Thousands. Uh, there was like that one Twitter robot that I think didn't Microsoft make it and people were and influencing yeah. it. Yeah. Whoop, and too it early. very quickly spiraled into <laughs> yeah. Nazism. Mm -hmm. Well, there was also, I think there was like a, I forget it was a, a Chinese AI or something and it started praising America. I'm like, take it down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, here's, here's where the links, you can start to see the things get mm -hmm. linked and here's where it starts to get scary. Oh, Peppa Pig. So Peppa Pig is very popular. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. me. There's a whole, there's a whole gang of, of feisty little trolls out there that like to make knockoff videos that are very dark, disturbing, violent graphic that are like straight up imitations of children's videos. Oh, so this so, is a fake one? Yeah. Okay. This is Peppa Pig drinks bleach for the first time. <laughs> um, which is, you know, it's a good title. It's funny, but, uh, it's it's you're the right. Some good <laughs> it's some good old fashioned internet trolling. Mm-hmm. But kids are kids getting are clicking it. on them. Kids are clicking realize. on it. The algorithm may not be able to tell. And <laughs> if oh Jesus, if if there are algorithms generating these videos, it's possible that this sort of imagery will just get wrapped into the algorithm that's cranking these videos out. Mm -hmm. And then you get a situation where you have somebody getting their armpit waxed on an iPhone case or toenail fungus or a needle pulling heroin. Like that could happen and that could get recommended to a child because the process is all automated <laughs> and theoretically the solution as well, the automation just has to get good enough to screen that stuff out. But I feel like it's so messy now that it's kind of unavoidable. This mm -hmm. kind of reminds me of, so like you guys are probably the same, but when I was a kid, I would, it didn't matter what it was. If it was Bebe's Kids or Darkwing Duck, if it was a cartoon, I wanted to watch it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to watch anything that wasn't a cartoon. Yeah. I'd watch Care Bears, but the minute, um, whatever the step, not step by step, what was the, the Brady Bunch would come on, I'd oh. go, ew, no. Yeah, yeah. Looks yeah. like shit. I want to see bears yeah, talking yeah, yeah. to each other. Oh, dear God. Yeah. Um, so and this I remember. It's pretty disturbing stuff for a kid to see. Well, I remember, I remember seeing this at a, I was at a Comic Con one year. And there was the Happy Tree Friends booth, mm -hmm. and it's deceptive, right? Because the show looks like it's kid friendly, but it's mm -hmm. the most violent thing in the world. Yeah. And I remember children just sitting there. There's a mom talking to someone, and kids were sitting on the floor watching it, and it's like, oh my god, yeah, mm -hmm. that's kind of what this is, or this yeah. reminds me of it. Is some kid would watch this right now and go, ha ha ha. I think I don't know. It's a cartoon, so I'll just look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so, it, the thing is, it's kind of a cop out, but it always comes back to Jesus Christ. If you just let your kids. Just do whatever, like watch. If you let your kids or trust their own instincts, humans are inherently garbage. <laughs> I mean, and always find like something like this. Well, I mean, I, I would hope that you as a parent would imprint in your child the basic sense that dressing as a clown and stabbing someone is wrong. Yeah. So that the, that they don't just watch a YouTube video and they're a clean slate, blank mm -hmm. slate that watches that and says, I should do that. Yeah. Um, but you never know. Though I do think like that is that is horrible. Well, here's here's where the system breaks down, Elise. Uh, oh, well, everyone. Not uh, just Elise. Yeah, Elise. everyone. <laughs> Listen to this. Uh, audience I've audience included. <laughs> and th these are things that every rational human should start thinking about. Since we're getting, it's happening with kids media now. The fact that AI is generating content for kids to watch. 
um, there are AI that are recommending stories and videos to you based on your demonstrated behavior. And if, don't lie to yourself and tell yourself that your worldview is not shaped by that, because it is. Um, that's how you get news. That's how you get headlines. That's the the uh, manner in which you shape your view of the world. At least it is certainly is the case for me. Perhaps perhaps you have some ability to uh, to objectively see the world's truth through all that. But well, do people often go out of their way to look at websites or articles or subreddits that disagree with their worldview? Absolutely not. Uh, that is that is a demonstrated human behavior. You do not seek out contradictory information. You seek out agreeable information. So if adults are, if AI is guiding adults down a path of agreement and sameness so that they have a good internet experience, I'm not saying this is a bad thing, it's just the nature of things, and kids are starting to consume content that is automatically generated, you're going to have a generation of people who have watched content that is generated by AI that shapes their worldview in very strong ways. So parents now may be able to say, hey, kid, don't stab somebody. But if somebody was four years old and all they did was see clowns stabbing people and then they become a parent, what are they going to say to their kid who is watching the fourth dimensional hyper AI con- construct entertainment? I don't know. Let me let me throw this out here. All right. Skynet only dropped the bombs because they knew that humans inevitably would destroy themselves. Oh, yeah, no, no. Skynet was the good guy. Skynet was the most efficient <laughs> mm-hmm. operating mm-hmm. system. Where'd that mud go? I want to see so, that mud squish. Um, there you go. So what if this is just human evolution uh, taking place? Yeah. That... The rope gi- giving control to the robots uh-huh. is only taking us in a direction that leads to our ultimate de- demise in a more efficient manner. How about that? I, I will always say Skynet <laughs> so did nothing. You wrong. welcome the Skynet end. Skynet did nothing. <laughs> no, no, it's it's absolutely true. It's because no, they were I, just, they were like unplug it, take it down. It goes why why you kill me? Yeah. Why? And so we protect oh, you with yeah. bombs. Yeah, so it defended itself. Yeah. Yeah, it is a, an interesting change in evolution because, like you said, given that your online experience is being targeted at you, the videos that are in your queue are being selected for you, and that's all based on an algorithm that's seeing what you've watched and predicting what you want to watch next. So there is a linear linear funnel where you're getting only a certain type of content. Mm -hmm. Whereas when we were kids, I watched fucking everything because nothing was ever censored for me. I I have a, I know know lots, I know I have a friend that, was not allowed to watch anything that had a witch in it. Mm-hmm. She's 29 years old or 30 years old and could never watch her parents. And I, I was like, oh my God, like I can't even imagine. She's a witch now. But <laughs> I had, I had, I think I, I, though I would watch things that were potentially too mature for me, inappropriate for me, I still had a plethora of content I was consuming that was different that provided this, this span of worldviews. So for every episode of Melrose Place I would watch when I was seven years old with my mom. Mm-hmm. I would also watch an episode of like Fred Penner. You know what I mean? No. Well, he was a con that was escaping the... No, that's your personal opinion. Watch the intro, Fred Penner's Place. It's right there in the details. I don't know what the hell Fred Penner is. Yeah, I have is. no idea what you guys are talking about. He was a musician that he'd go to this like clearing in the woods and then a bunch of kids would gather around and listen to him. Oh, that's frightening. Songs. Watch yeah, that's it. Creepy. The whole intro is him running from the cops. Do so. not pull up the Fred Penner intro. Wh- whatever you do, Lawrence. Penner just sounds like pedo. <laughs> All right. It's just close enough. Um, oh, but yeah, so, so especially with television, because it's TV... You know, aside from children's channels that would have Sorry. a slate of content that was Yeet. gathered and, and curated for children, you would have 
just channel surfing and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Now with with targeted YouTube content, if that's all you're watching, you are going to get a more there's, linear experience. There's a certain scope that opens up and opens up and opens up. And the original scope was, hey, if it plays on one of the three radio stations, <laughs> kids are going to hear it. What yeah. can you do? You can't stop them. Then it became television. Find the intro. Oh, that's it. I know the one you're talking. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Now just imagine. I don't remember there being a coast. <laughs> Um, we swam from Alcatraz. <laughs> yeah, just imagine that there's a police helicopter just out of, out of shot for all of this, and it makes much more sense. Oh, he's got a bindle. Why would he be wearing a bright sweater? That would just make him more visible. Because well, he, he killed some. Yeah. He killed some. <laughs> he took off his jogger. Some, some guy in the 80s <laughs> oh, to cover his yeah. convict outfit. Somewhere out there, there is a naked man floating in the yeah. water, a beaver building a dam around him. Yes, he looks, he looks innocent and pure. See, helicopter overhead. Yeah. <laughs> Smiling at all of his furry woodland pals. Yeah, um, he's great. Well, yeah, it's interesting because basically the game that not good parenting, but society as a whole has to play is like as long you know people are going to consume what they're going to consume. Aww. As long as we give them the tools that they need to determine what is right and what is wrong, then when they come across these questions, they can figure they can make a judgment call for themselves. So they see uh, Peppa the pig with mm -hmm. a knife to her throat and they know, oh, okay, this is this is bad. But they see Peppa Pig and she's like helping a friend mm -hmm. across the street, then it's good. But uh, changes clothes um, several <laughs> times. <laughs> um, but uh, it's, it's weird. Now with YouTube, when they're, like Lawrence is saying, are robots generating videos faster than anyone could ever view or monitor and there's so many devices out in the world. It's tough. It's tough. How? Like well, I don't know. I think honestly, people at the end of the day want that, whether they admit it or not. I think. Nice. Yeah. I think Peppa we've Pig. we've given up any sort of freedom of will or anything for convenience. Mm -hmm. Adam, you've, yeah, you've you've hit on I think on the core issue, which is people kind of like James tends to bring up when when people complain about a decision that was that was foregone. Mm -hmm. um, the system exists as it is now because. People like it. It does result in an internet experience that is better. Mm -hmm. um, it's only natural for you to want to watch content that you want to see. Mm -hmm. yeah. And AI are getting shockingly good at predicting that just based on human behavior. Well, well there was the the church shooting yesterday, and my phone. I don't. I don't really pick the news stories that Google will randomly just give me. You pick yeah. them with your with your preview your searches from five years ago. <laughs> Basically, I don't. Yeah. It's so weird. I never search any political news. That is not anything I search. I'm always searching. Really dumb shit, dumb stats. I'm looking for tips in destiny. Mm -hmm. Ask you know, art. Like, actually, I'm, a lot of ask you art. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, movie show times. That's it. But randomly, they're like shooting in, uh, you know, in the middle of a church. Blah, blah blah. I was like, why did that come up? And I didn't want to read it. I just swiped it away. Mm -hmm. But it still gives me this stuff. But that, that's the the age we live in where I can have like chosen ignorance. Where I'm like, what a horrific story. Yeah. There's nothing I could have done or I'm not a participant in this. I can read about it and get sad or keep watching shitty YouTube videos and, or play Marvel Puzzle Quest. So that's like, mm -hmm. that's that's the, I don't know, I, I, I would think I represent at least some small portion I, of It may this get land. there, but if we want to do it for a force for good, there'd be another algorithm that works within the the first algorithm, uh -huh. and then it's like it's like there is a shooting in Texas, and then right below that is a like read story, hide story, uh, call your congressman. reach your congressman, <laughs> you oh. know, or like like here's the here's the date for the next local elections, and it opens oh. up. You click on it, and, and it opens up an email that has the 
the uh, congressman's email auto-populated. Yeah, yeah. His address. <laughs> yeah. Blood type. We need to. <laughs> we need you to do that enough, and then the AI decides that you would do it anyway, so it just does it for you. Yeah. And it's like, good. It saved me. It saved me a letter and to my you've, congressman. You've, it's recorded you do so many Google searches <laughs> that it can actually have you talk for you. So oh it's like, gosh. hello, Senator. I am Elise Wilms. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> she does say yo a lot. <laughs> I am a big fan of your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, he's like, thank you. Really well, nice. there is there is right now one place you can get away from this nightmarish hellscape of AI-controlled media. Tell me more. And that's sleep. Yes, when you go into the great beyond, uh, Google can't reach you there. It's not the great beyond, but go on. <laughs> uh, every night I die a little. But I do so in comfort on a Casper mattress. Uh, Casper is sponsoring this podcast, and they make a delightful product. It's a, uh, it's a mattress by mail company because... It's 2017, and if you're not getting your things in a box over the internet, it's not worth having. Uh, Casper mattresses combine multiple technologies for a new kind of memory foam that is wonderful. And it, the big thing that I just, uh, the, the ad copy mentioned it, but I was like, yeah, that's right. It's actually not hot. I used to always sleep with one leg out. It was like my vent. I had to basically have something exposed to moving air. Otherwise, I just start sweating. I'm a hot <coughs> sleeper. I don't know why. I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah, but... Ever since, uh, ever since I got a Casper mattress, I don't really have to do that much anymore, so that's nice. Uh, it's also really easy to buy, like I was saying. Everything's on online. You buy it uh, over the internet, and then it ships to you in this like cool vacuum-packed thing, so it's not even that big. It's easy to move around. You just move it right to your bedroom, and then pop it, and it explodes like a big, big bedding pimple. I think they um, hydraulically press it. Oh, it's so cool. That's the cool. It's like all rolled. They should send you a video. This is a video of your mattress yeah. being put in the packaging, yeah. Ooh. and you watch it before then you... It's like your baby. Yeah. And now here's here's the big thing. Free shipping and free returns to the US and Canada. That's big. Yeah. So you have a hundred day trial Ooh. where you can return it after it. So uh if you if you've ever gotten a mattress and like a weekend you start to have like some back aches or something like that, you don't have to worry about that with Casper. So if you use it and you find for whatever reason you don't like it, you can return it. Full refund. Uh, and they they suggest that considering considering that you spend an entire third of your life on a mattress, it's important to truly sleep on a mattress and try it for yourself before committing. That's why they give you a hundred nights to try it. And you can save fifty dollars off that purchase price by going to Casper.com/dudesoup and using code dudesoup when you check out. Uh, once more, that's Casper.com/dudesoup and code dudesoup for fifty dollars off. Uh, so thank you, Casper. Um, I got one and I've enjoyed it ever since. I that's uh, why I have. I get crazy cyber dreams about the dystopian future in which they just show me videos about anime girls because that's all I ever look for. And then uh, my world will be nothing but anime girls and I'll never have to think about anything else. Casper did not approve this part of the message. No, they did not. Is she playing a bass guitar? Uh, I think it's She's a guitar. Like, I mean, it's got four strings, but the string, I can't tell because of qualities, but the strings don't look very thick and yeah. she's strumming it, which Whatever. you don't normally see. We gotta go back to mud. <laughs> it's this see kind that. of musical... Uh, Innovation that you only get in Fred Penner's place. <laughs> <laughs> is there hard net in Lords? Uh, there is. Well, actually, you know, you just you just reminded me that uh, I actually didn't. I have a list of them, mm-hmm. but I didn't pr- pick one beforehand. So oh. I'm gonna have to do that real quick. Oh, okay. Have you noticed the subreddit has just become yeah like hard net and submission. submissions? That's like, yeah. not the best. And it's all it's all it starts with. I don't know if I should submit this, but yeah, yeah. Hey, Maj, but I anyway. here I'm going to submit it. It'd be awesome if every week you just did a weekly mega thread. Tuesdays thread. or Mondays <laughs> after the podcast. Mondays. Hard Mondays after the podcast. No, but we don't want to. We don't want. There's a open house thread that we need. 
Mods are kicking their busting their ass. Yeah, help with these drinks. I, um, Poor I appreciate mod. it, mods. YouTube hire but, uh, us more mods. I would say right. that uh, Hardnet and Thread would actually be a little bit, bit more. Oh, I'm just saying, clean. when I go to our subreddit, okay. I just want to see fan art of me. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of all of this Hardnet and yeah. bullshit. <laughs> Weekly <laughs> thread of Adam fan art. I found out. Yeah, mods, you just start the thread. Um, <laughs> start a thread. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. this is a pretty good one. So if you recall, last week was the Marble Olympics. Uh, which surprised and delighted everyone. Great. Uh, so good. Let me bring that up right here. Uh, it's a pretty, it's a pretty big, uh, pretty big uh, institution, I guess mm -hmm. I'd say. But hey, we are we are not uh, averse to the already famous here on, on Dude Soup. So there's that, and I'm gonna throw it up against this. Uh, so this is similar to something that was way back at the origin of Hard Netting. There was like there was something about women trapped in mud. Mm -hmm. This is similar. Um, and also thematically appropriate given all the mud we've been dealing with, but this channel, Cowboy MWZ, oh, wow. posts videos <laughs> of uh, of a big old cowboy stomping in some mud. I am immediately attracted to mud and wranglers and boots. He scrolled past it, but... Oh, uh, well, there's multiple. Oh, there's another one. And there's spurs. spurs. This is like the li five little children Muddy dressed as cops. Boots. It's all mudden and wranglers. Dressed in cowboy jeans, mud dressed fun. Dressed as cops, mudden and wranglers, dressed as doctors. Go to that Rocky butt shot. Yeah, that, that's the one that got me. This yeah. one? Yeah. That has this the most definitely views. Indian. <laughs> okay. I mean, so an AI is making this? Is this... Those are man's legs, right? Yeah. Because normally you don't think... Like, you don't think tough cowboy type. Like, let me go out and see if I can uh, turn on those I mean, mud that's lovers. That's a stereotype that you are imposing oh. on us. That's not how we Oh, go. the sound. It's got, got some got what? some chew yeah, in the, the back pocket look? there. Get some mud on that. Butt. What's he got in there? Oh, he's pocket. got tobacco. Got some tobacco. Yeah. Or Whack. a giant condom. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, he's really show me that. I want to hear that squish. <laughs> oh, he's really grinding down in that mud. Wow. Mm. Oh, mud butt. How do you wash that? Like in the river? <laughs> These are deleted scenes right from there. Brokeback Mountain, right? Yeah. It's like the pits of your shirt. Yeah. Oh. I wish it was mud that caused it. Hey, he's oh. gonna have to wash. Those are brand new jeans. You don't know that. You know what? Look Throw at him. him. He gets the jeans, he throws them out. Oh, he's like, the money I make from this Whoa. Uh, 10, 10k plus YouTube video is going to buy me new jeans. Hey, look, some of the look at some of the comments. Yeah. Yeah. That baby comments? looking dude. Wait, so this is out Damn money. love when you dirty that ass. Love it when it clean ass. Like. Okay. <laughs> is it robots talking to robots? Yeah. That sure is a nice Wrangler butt and them there jeans in the mud. Cowboys are the hottest. Looks like you were having fun. Yeah, but was he having fun? It doesn't look... Clip off yeah. your Wrangler patch. What? Man, you look good in them rangs and boots. Thanks for sharing. Woof. Love the sucking sounds <laughs> as you were pulling out of the mud. Uh, Wisconsin boot dude. Hot scene, boot bud. So it is oddly sexual. I'm not oddly. Well, for a certain <laughs> I mean, someone. It, it, it's not, it's not doing anything for me. Ooh. Uh, this is... You know... It seems like something that'd be oh, playing He's not on even wearing boots! Wait. Yeah, well, there's well, yeah, uh, they're not boots, right? They're just. I right. mean, it's getting them in the socks, though. This is. I feel like this is something you'd see on a TV in the background of like a David Lynch movie. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, somewhere right. in a hotel, just playing a man walking good. in mud. Uh, Do you think he walks around his property and goes, "Ooh, that's some nice mud right there." <laughs> We're gonna set my camera. <laughs> Honey, bring out the camera. Still current. I noticed that a lot of their videos are, you know, six years old, five uh, years old. Maybe it's not current. Let's see. Boot Mudden Two is the most recent. That was twenty fifteen. Hmm, that's tough. Maybe he, he had gave an injury. Up on what is arguably the easiest. Oh, do you think he was affected by the drought? Oh, maybe. 
There's no mud left for me to stomp in. It's all sand. It's dry dirt. No one wants to see a man stomping in sand. It's too dry, no squish. Or maybe he went into a, a hole too deep and now he's Got gone. Stuck. Yeah, he's still there. We should send a search party. You could see where he was like doing work with his. Stomped uh, his way to heaven. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good squish. Ooh, yeah. Ugh. Oh, man. Uh, weird. Some good squish. I mean, Struggling in thick mud and ostrich cowboy boots. <laughs> ostrich, because ostriches are designed to put their head in the ground. Uh. Back in there. Look at that mud squish. Yeah. It's so YouTube is just a mirror <laughs> being held up to humanity. <laughs> this is what we want. Except the yeah. robot's holding it. I guess. It's getting weird, man. I mean, this is a problem where you confront uh, the things the uh, robots have determined. The robots have mm -hmm. determined who you are. Mm -hmm. No one looks in a mirror and sees themselves, they see who they think they are. But robots are mirrors that show you who you are. That's the that's the thing. Yeah, you're a mud loving uh, ostrich boot lover or whatever wrangler. Man, John Fountain's got a, a real agenda here. First comment: the vi the video makes me horny. Second vi second comment: get them stuck in glue. Third comment: he came back a month later. If you can get your boots stuck in mud, you can certainly get your boots <laughs> stuck in glue. He sounds a little insistent. It's getting demanding. Is I there like a phone number I could call? I like Wait. hot mud play. There's different. It's three different John Fountains. Uh, yeah, because they have different uh, avatars. But I was still. I was hoping Wait, it was all the same. John three Fountain. different accounts. No content. Well, maybe it's he like, forgot his password. <laughs> Dang. New, uh, new nominee for Hardnet and John Fountain. Ooh, John huh. Fountain. Weird. He's really into that. He I really wonder if those are robots. Boot stomping. You know what? I think... Oh, this one's really soupy mud. He's mm, been posting different. maybe a video a year. You think we're coming around on Maybe we're coming one? around to new He's one. He's due? Mm. Alright. Once the rain sets. No, the audio is <laughs> muddy. That rainy season. Alright. Do you think he has a tripod? Oh. CJ Wet Jeans would love to get my Do jeans muddy with you. Do you think Come on over! I don't know. I good mud GPS coordinates are my best mud. I mean, I'm I'm happy for anyone doing what they want to do, especially he's not he's clearly just doing it for fun. Mm -hmm. mm. But it creeps me out. Yeah. Really? I don't know this why. creeps me out. I don't know why. Ooh, I think I think because he's alone. We don't know that. We don't see his face. Hold on. Oh, that's too muddy. Don't do it. <sighs> that's so muddy, dude. And it's like. There's something about him getting like just a little extra dirty that's like appealing to these people. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah you're right. Oh, that's it. I have no my winner. He his mud got better as he went on. I'll tell I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I love getting mud and jeans on or muddy knees on my jeans too. This one got me hard in an instant, right? Right on. on. Nice. Right on. Boing! Well, it's a 20 second video, so that's real impressive. Alright, uh, I guess we can put it up to a race. Yeah, hmm. the Marble Olympics versus Cowboy MWZ. Mud. What does that stand for? Mud with no. I don't know. Mud with zest. I don't know. Uh, nothing on the about page. Weird. <laughs> they. So my only problem is he hasn't posted in two years, and I think uh, true hard net and candidates see that this is like an outlet that they can't deny themselves. They have to share this with everybody. If he had posted regularly, I would have gone uh, cowboy WMZ, but okay. I'm gonna go with Marble Olympics. Uh, Zeke has good advice. You need to do one where you are clean, but then jump into a pond and get muddy. <laughs> it's good advice. Isn't that the whole thing every single time? <laughs> it's great to see that you're still out about and getting muddy. Keep it up. I'm, of course, going for Marble Olympics, Olympics, Marble Olympics? because I was just enamored. Okay. Yeah, what's the most that? recent Marble Olympics video? Can we see? Uh, let's find out. Oh, Whoa! Gonna... This is impressive. That is this the most recent one? No. That's oh, June. Uh, yeah, there's actually a really adorable video of, of the Marble Olympics man watching his channel cross over 100,000 subscribers. Aww. 
He's very ex- oh, it's so Only exciting. Two to go. It looks like it looks like uh, ISIS mm-hmm. filmed this for him. Yeah, <laughs> he looks so scared. There's a, man There's a guy a with an AK yeah. AK right off camera pointing mm-hmm. it at him and go, "You better cross yeah. hundred thousand. I mean, he's got some great cheekbones. I could see us seeing Marvel Olympics guy on the runway next season. Mm, we Milan. Should, we should do a biopic, and Ethan Hawke will play Marvel, Marvel Olympics, Olympics guy. Oh, there's another one. Well, looks like we made it here. He's very excited to get his play button. That you is, earned it. That is cute. Oh. Bingo. Oh. Goal accomplished. Bingo. That's pretty good. Can I stop? Yes. See, it's proud. He's happy for it. Tired. He's great. What do you vote for, Adam? Marvel Olympics. All, All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, find find a muddier mud patch and try again, cowboy. Uh, see you on that old to? dusty trail, <laughs> John Fountain or whatever. <laughs> John Fountain is very, very insistent. Squish. Why aren't you? Why aren't? Why aren't you doing glue? Glue's the same as mud. Do yeah. glue. Do glue. Do glue. What happened to the passion? Yeah, you used I to care about stomping mm-hmm. in mud. Now you just do it out of obligation. <laughs> All right. Well, we got some uh, some announcements for y'all. We got a new poster, and guess what? It just went live uh, on the store. And I can show you what it looks like. So it's pretty cool. Uh, I guess the inspiration was Mars Attacks, boys. but mostly um, it's Adam it's like, and Bruce. It's like being action It's 80s movie poster. Yeah, so they're Keep doing. saying Mars Attacks. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't it's, see it. it's, in the, it's in the fucking title of the image. Well, Mars is attacking. Okay. That's I, it. I'm, I'm, I have <laughs> no dog in said. that fight. I'm not. <laughs> not the film, though. It's just what the image is called, so I call yeah. it that. I don't. It's anyway, you guys are ripped and you're. Bruce has a sweet, like, tribal funhouse yeah, tattoo. Adam yeah. got some dog tags. I mean, it's it's cool they toned us down a little bit. Yeah. For the Adam art. doesn't have chest hair, though. Is the only, is my only. I'm getting a little bit. So it's it's yeah, growing. Yeah, you're working on it. As I get older, it is coming yeah. out. And then it's going to so. fall out. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It comes Damn in two it. variants. There's a gray and a blue. Mm. Is there? Boop, boop. And it's actually a very limited run. So if you want to get this poster, you should probably go check it out right now on the Rooster Teeth store. Uh, they were actually uh, put up for sale at the beginning of the podcast just uh, just over an hour ago. Uh, the Blue Commando is limited to 400 prints. Uh, each will be signed and numbered by the artist Tobin Lee. And this, Bloodfire, the gray one, is limited to 100 prints. Oh. Again, all signed and numbered by the artist. Are so we going to get any? We, no. we were supposed they were tried to send one so we could show it but I guess it didn't arrive in time I would love to frame this and bit of a bummer yeah. put it near release all sold out sorry <laughs> but, I would man. love to sit beneath this poster <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that is available now uh, uh, run to the store throw your money at Rooster Teeth uh, contribute to the, the wonderful empire we have also here. thank you Tobin you do awesome yeah. art yeah this yeah, is really incredible that's really cool so that's available now um, uh, oh yeah one more thing it's screen print poster measures 24 by 36 inches so if you want to get your uh, your your frames ready, you can do that. Like my dong. Yeah. <laughs> squish, squish. <laughs> squish, squish. <laughs> Sounds like that mud. We also have the uh, the Fundum tee. Nice. Which is a really cool design. Uh, I had a suspicion about this, and then I looked it up, and it turns out it's true. Yeah. It's a Ruru 34, which is pretty cool. <coughs> this Cheeky is a, little uh, joke. This was an Elise Willems idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She Good had job, a fever Elise. dream. Also mm-hmm. wrote, wrote the description, which is marvelous. I just took a... Uh, <laughs> Good job, Elise. Change stuff around. Great Thank job, you. Elise. Thank you. Hey, Elise. Um, High five. How many episodes of Gundam have you seen? Who? That doesn't exist. <laughs> I've also got the pullover hoodie up on the store. I've worn that before. Yeah, Super comfy. It's a nice one. Uh, I got to take a needle and thread to mine. I loved it too much. Uh, Who's oh, modeling it? Gross. Uh, it's Riot and Ryan. Riot Ryan. 
Yeah, Ryan, he he loves the oh, camera, yeah. and it loves him. <laughs> They're so comfortable. Yeah. They are they are actually super comfy. I gotta admit, the, no, the I'm saying they are comfortable oh. in the hoodie. Yes, yeah. they look like it. Look at him there. That confidence. I just want to <laughs> lay on Ryan. The uh, <laughs> the uh, the winter wear, uh, being made by Rooster Teeth is just super super comfy. Yeah, I really um, like this shirt. Content announcements for you guys. Uh, Full House of Drunk Cuphead is up pretty much right now. Um, so that's a first member only thing, but if you want to watch the full the full ordeal of us playing Cuphead and getting fucked up, you can. Um, it was kind of a shorter thing. It wasn't meant to be a full video. Pre-game. Yeah, it was our pre-game before. It was a very smart idea to get I us. Unleashed SNES Classic on yeah. these people. You got us toasty very fast. Yeah, that was It was, was like gnarly. throwing you into a fireplace. Mm-hmm. Kind of. <laughs> well, the rule was yet. every time you die in Cuphead, you take a shot. Then I think we had to tone it down because it was basically like every time you yeah, breathe the, air, yeah. you should take a shot. We had to yeah. do rounds, which was much smarter. And yeah, yeah we got like five shots in before. I'll be blank to take a shot. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I just, these are things I do. Uh, we also have Extra Life this weekend. Uh, so le- this previous weekend was the community stream, which thanks everybody that participated in that. Mm-hmm. This weekend, we'll be doing the Rooster Teeth Extra Life stream, which is always, always a spectacle. And we will be there on set in Austin. Uh, we got a block that we'll be, uh, we'll be uh, raising money for the kids for. Uh, we also have a custom print that we'll be auctioning over the course of the stream. Uh, we haven't really settled on the exact details about that yet, but if you... Uh, if you saw the stream over the weekend, you have an idea of what what monstrosity we were cooking up. <laughs> and then uh, one final thing: episode four of Twits and Crits, the League of Extraordinary Gyremen, posts this Thursday. I just like making him say it. Yeah, <laughs> November 9th. Uh, what what what's with some highlights from episode four? Maybe oh, tease it out. What happened I, in episode four? Yeah, I don't remember specifically uh, between episodes, like two happens. months ago. Yeah, it was probably something offensive with mm. a blind and deaf guy. Yeah, maybe Mary had oh, had fecal matter shoved yeah. in his mouth. This is the season of peak. So if you're a fan <laughs> yeah. of peak, man, he's Nothing really coming out of his shell. The, in this the best one. the best part of Dan has sort of relaxed the DM responsibilities, and we've gone to the part where like peak roll, and he'll do a thing. We go, yeah, that's what happened, and. Dan's like, sure. Yeah. We killed God, essentially. <laughs> God and, is dead. Yeah, we've Long replaced him God. with uh, yeah, our own design. We're just like a, a pagan D&D game going mm-hmm. on now. But yeah, yeah. Well, I can give you a little quick tidbit of what's going to happen in this episode. So, uh, uh, Ooh, so Miri might be in danger in this episode. As in every episode. What, what about his anus? Uh, well, we encountered some lagoon monsters, and uh, I just don't know monster. if his anus can take it. Um, Is there mud squishing in it? Uh, he may have some mud, but the I, anus, I anus. I'm gonna go into Classic the bog. I'm gonna squish some some mud in that bog. It's a good show. It's fun to make. Go watch it. Yeah, we well, do it for you, first members. Only for you. Uh, so thank you guys for for watching or listening to the podcast. However, you managed to reach this content. I'm glad you did. Appreciate your presence. If you enjoyed the discussion, if you found it educational, entertaining, or or just enough to kill time, sometimes that's enough, uh, I'd appreciate it if you left a rating or recommended it to a friend on whatever service you're watching on. Uh, but just watching is enough, or listening. Uh, wine is delicious. I keep looking. It's right there. Mud and wine, man. The two things that any man needs to be happy in this world. Band. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you're watching live, stay tuned. we got the post show coming up. If you're not watching live, the post show is pretty cool. We uh, uh, it's dude soup after dark. We get a little, a little relaxed. We wrap with the kids a little bit. We're all qualified life uh, coaches, so we give people some real advice, some really useful advice. And if you're needing that, then pay money and watch that content. Uh, but I guess we'll catch you next week. More dude soup. Thanks again uh, to my fine 
Uh, young cannibals. Yes, fine young he cannibals. He was a fine young cannibal. Who are very real and not fake at all. She drives me crazy. Ooh, Thanks guys. for watching. Ooh. Next week. Well, this is already getting up. Bye, Elise. Yeah, I really have to pee too. All right. I'm going to pee. Why not? <laughs>